Benifer is back. Brad and Jen are friends again. And Paris Hilton is somehow still making headlines. 20 years later, we're living in the world that the 2000s tabloids created. On this series, I'm going to tell you the story of a decade of American life through the trash we love to consume. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Claire Malone, and this is Just Like Us, the tabloids that changed America. Listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in president-select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. It's Ringer Gambling with yours truly, J.J. Chachi It's the best time of the year. Conference tournaments in the NCAA tournaments. Games galore today, and it was a roller coaster for me. Had Syracuse early in the day. I told you that line stunk. Uh, I'm not thrilled about the fact that Buddy Behan's not playing tomorrow, but that was a nice way to start the day. Uh, DePaul, I couldn't have been more wrong. They lost by like a gazillion points, so that was not ideal. And the Ducks, even without Richardson, took care of business. So listen, for us to go two and one, rolling it into Thursday. I'm cool rolling in a Thursday, and it's amazing how these lines move. It's amazing how these lines move. Wittaben is at 12.28 now, early Thursday morning. We're going to be doing these daily now throughout the conference tournaments, and we'll have all sorts of fun with the NCAA tournament. So daily picks is going to be the move, and that's what we're going to do. You got to jump on these numbers early if you like them. I'll give you an example. Michigan. So Michigan is playing Indiana. Indiana needs to win this game. If you look at any of the Lenardi, Palm, Bracketology projections, Indiana's in that last four in, first four out. They're right on that bubble. This line opened at one, but the public is steaming Michigan. They are steaming Michigan in this game, and I don't agree. I know Michigan has had success in a Big Ten tournament. I know they've done a good job since the Juwan Howard situation. I don't agree with this early move on Michigan. But you missed out on minus one if you wanted to get it. 
It's now at three. And if I were playing this game, it will not be one of my best bets. But if I were playing this game, that's got a lot of sizzle in the Big Ten, I would be on Indiana plus the points. Now, George Mason and Fordham, I I can't believe I'm bringing this game up. Everyone wants to bet Fordham. Good story in the A-10. 500, which is like basically the equivalent of winning a national championship at that school. Uh, But there's a reason why George Mason, a five-point favorite. So I saw that one at 12 o'clock. Thought about that. Okay. Syracuse and Duke. Anybody listening to this podcast, I've watched every Syracuse game this year. I have no freaking clue how they will score any points without Buddy Beheim, who is the bread, the butter, whatever of the Cuse offense. And don't go by the Kempom metrics on this one. Kempom has this as a 10-point Duke win. Those metrics are basically taking into account what Syracuse looks like with Buddy on the court. Get Duke in early. That would be my advice. They opened it at 11. It is steamed at 13 and a half. And I have a feeling for a lot of you, if you listen to late, get it now. If you listen in the morning, you might see this line at 15 or 15 and a half. Duke embarrassed Syracuse in both of their games. Duke is absolutely the right side there. And I hope I'm dead wrong. I'd love to see Syracuse have the equivalent of the miracle on ice to win a game. There is not a chance in hell they are winning that game. And I don't think there's a prayer that they're covering that number. Okay. Butler and Providence, the bane of my existence because no team, and I can say this because I'm in podcast line, has fucked me more than Providence. Not even close. They have absolutely steamrolled me all year. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bet against them again because I am seeing 72% of the money, 54% of the tickets coming in on Providence, and yet they're very comfortable and keeping that line Right where it's at, at seven and a half. Ken Palm has it at seven. I like the fact that Butler had the big win over Xavier today. I think they'll be in the game. I think that'll be a tight game. Providence probably wins, but I think that'll be a tight game. I'm not going near TCU in Texas. I'm not touching that. That is a five and a half point spread. Don't want to go near that game. I'm not going near Iowa against Northwestern. It seems way too obvious to take the Hawkeyes. You know I picked Iowa to go and win the Big Ten tournament. But that first game out, you got to be careful, guys. That first game out for a lot of these teams. And you might want to take advantage of these teams playing on the second day where they're kind of sharp, where they're in rhythm, where they're crisp. Tell you what I like in the Big East tournament. Marquette laying three against Creighton. Marquette did not finish up the season strong. But if you look, this line immediately moved from two and a half to three. I like Shaka Smart in tournament setting. I will be on Marquette tomorrow laying the three. And I was curious about the Kempom prediction. That is spot on. Marquette being favored by three. I'm in on Marquette. I'm in on Marquette. I'll tell you who I'm in on too. In the ACC, I think Miami is going to steamroll Boston College. Now, Boston College, unlike the teams that have played back-to-back, this is their third day in a row. They are not a particularly deep team. Miami is coming off a game where they did not play great basketball against Syracuse. Remember, they were down 18 points in that game. They were down basically 10 with two minutes to play. Pulled the game out of their rear end. I think you get a far more focused Miami team. So I will be on the Canes. I'll lay the eight. They're a good candidate for a money line parlay. Not going near Nevada, Boise State. Not going near Stanford, who had a hell of a win against Arizona State, getting 15. I would consider Kansas. And it's going to be a public side, and it's going to be a public play. In Kansas City, Westvaugh off a win. This is not a good Westvaugh team. 
This is a West Vought team that struggled to score against the Jayhawks going back to the regular season. Kansas laying nine is the, the right side. It is the right side of the equation. Now, Pac-12. Anybody who knows me knows I am a firm believer in the Oregon Ducks. Now, Oregon is playing without their best player. It was not a problem today. Now, they're also going up against a team that has three wins on a year in Oregon State. But Oregon, Colorado, I am betting because of the way Colorado finished up the regular season, they are going to be the trendy pick in this game. That's my guess. These teams split the matchups in the regular season. Colorado won by four at Oregon. Oregon smoked them at Colorado 66-51. to 51. I like that the early money's coming in on Colorado. I'm going to be on the Ducks. They're good in these tournaments, folks. They're really, really good in these tournaments. Fishy line of the day. The candidate for the fishy line of the day is in the nightcap for both Maryland and Michigan State and then Villanova and St. John's. St. John's is only a six-point underdog against Villanova. A St. John's team that didn't beat anybody basically all year. Their quad one wins basically came against Xavier. Whoop the freaking dough. I thought this line would open at eight and a half and nine. And again, remember, with these lines in college basketball, folks, Vegas bases these lines off of the metrics of Kempom. More often than not. So when you see something that is, is eye-opening, usually it makes sense. Guess what? Kempong has it as a six-point spread. I think St. John's is the right side in this game. Now, it's going to take some major stones if you want to bet them because Villanova's great in this tournament. It's been a down year for St. John's. But with Champagny back, you wonder if they're going to be a different team tomorrow night. I will be on the Red Storm. Probably hate myself for it, but I will be on the Red Storm. The other game that's very fishy, and I know they've played pretty spunky down the stretch of this year. And remember, they made a coaching change. Maryland just beat Michigan State. Or they lost to Michigan State. Excuse me. They lost to Michigan State. I'm thinking of Maryland beating somebody else early in the year. A little brain fart there. It happens. Brain farts happen. Brain farts happen. But explain this to me. Three and a half. Michigan State, 20-11, clearly an NCAA tournament team. It's not been a great Michigan State team throughout. They're only at three, not at three and a half. They're a three-point favorite tomorrow against Maryland. That line stinks. That line absolutely stinks. And sometimes when these lines end up being a gift, you go the other way. Vegas doesn't like to give out free money more often than not. It's a stinky side. It's an ugly side. But Maryland is the right play in that game. Oklahoma, Baylor, not going near it. I'm not laying eight points. I'm not laying eight points with Baylor. They'll win. I don't know if they cover that number. The ACC games tomorrow night. There's going to be a theme for the ACC, folks. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. So Virginia Tech had a big lead against Clemson. Struggled mightily down the stretch. Looked like Clemson was going to pull the game out of the fire, for goodness sakes. And Vatek hits a three at the buzzer in overtime and ends up winning the game. Virginia Tech, if you look at the metrics, and I've been talking about this for weeks they're Kempom top 40. So you have a two C in the ACC against the seven C in the ACC. It is a one-point spread. Now, I know Notre Dame is a veteran team. They got veteran leadership, blah, 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 blah. Tell them blue in the face. Great. Virginia Tech, 
beat them twice. I will be on a Hokies in this game. And remember, even though it's tough to beat a team three times in a row, sometimes matchups dictate that. The Hokies, with their metrics, I think this would play them in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if it's a given that they'd get in. But with Wake Forest losing a day, with Xavier losing a day, the, the door is open for the Hokies. That line indicates as such. I will absolutely be on Virginia Tech tomorrow. Now, it's going to require some chutzpah to take Virginia against North Carolina. Everybody's lasting image of North Carolina was the brilliant victory they had the other day against Duke. People talking up Carolina as a second-weekend team, Baycott, the whole deal. Three-point spread with Virginia. Virginia, and we learned this lesson today if you laid the points, they're never a team you want to back laying a big number because they don't score a lot of points. However, you get them in an underdog role where they're trying to play their way in the NCAA tournament where their defense can frustrate and take Carolina completely out of their game, we will have a Virginia-esque theme to Thursday night. I am drawn up in my head. Virginia Tech, Virginia, two-team money line parlay. And we'll have Virginia Tech and Virginia Friday night at the Barclays Center. Maybe we'll see Thomas Jefferson and James Monroe. Maybe they'll make an appearance. Public is going to be all over North Carolina. We don't, have a, we don't have an official line yet on that game. It's not officially out there. I'm going to bet it ends up being like Carolina minus three and a half, and I'm going to be on Virginia. Now, I was wondering about Seton Hall and UConn. We taped this. Well, we are taping this. I should use the present tense. Right after that game. And I did hop on. Seton Hall on the live line when they fell behind against winless Georgetown in the Big East. Got him at minus two and a half. It got close. Needed to hit a couple of free throws late in the game. They deliver. Now, they split with UConn in the regular season. They split with UConn. UConn's the better team. Seton Hall can make it ugly, though. Now, my gut feel is that UConn will find a way to prevail, but this has stay away written all over it. This has coin flip game down-to-the-wire game, and Seton Hall matches up well with them. Like, I am not going to be the least bit surprised if we go and see Seton Hall win this game outright. And I think Wargan is going to like this. I know the great Mike Flegelman is going to like this. Penn State, Ohio State tomorrow. I'm seeing Ken Palm only putting that as a four-point spread. Whoa. That's way too low. I mean, Penn State this year, I know they've been in a lot of games. They gave Rutgers hell the other day. That is a low number against the Buckeyes. Very, very low number against the Buckeyes. Watch Ohio State win that game by two. Watch them win that game by two. So those are a couple of lines that stand out. And I will be on the Aztecs tomorrow night against Fresno. Aztecs have been good to me. I will lay the four with San Diego State, and I'm not going to think twice about it. So as far as what will I be on, what is the official JJ card for Thursday in college basketball? And I will be adding to these as some of the lines come out. At high noon, I will be on Butler, and I will be saying my prayers. I'll probably be cursing out Providence. At 2 o'clock, I will absolutely be on Marquette, and I will absolutely be on Miami. We want to nail those. I like the Jayhawks later in the day. I think Kansas, though, the best way to play it, find them on a the money line and get something else you like on a money line. Good way to look at it. I like UNLV. I forgot to mention that game. Mountain West getting a point against Wyoming. Wyoming's getting a lot of love. 
as an at-large candidate. That is a coin flip game. Remember, it's at UNLV. They play that tournament at UNLV at the Thomas and Mac. I think UNLV wins it outright. I'll take UNLV plus the point. I like Oregon laying one and a half. I got a big card tomorrow. I'm realizing it right now. Very, very big card tomorrow. Oregon laying the point and a half. Then we're taking Maryland. We're taking the Johnnies. And then my two favorite plays of the day, the Virginia squats. Hokey, Cavalier. We'll be on both. We'll absolutely be on both. Oh, I can't wait. And we're going to be doing this every day. Hopefully, Thursday will be a profitable day for all of you. There are just so many games to dive into. I mean, that's the thing. You really got to be selective with these conference tournament games because sometimes you get yourself in a little bit of a trouble. Firing here, firing there. Do it responsibly, of course, but have a ton of fun. And we're going to be having a ton of fun with these picks. So we'll be monitoring. Let's nail them. No excuses. Play like a champion. And uh, hopefully no uh, elbows to the gut. Like Buddy Beheim to the poor guy in Florida State. Can't believe it's not fun. Don't get me started. Ton of fun. We're back with more picks tomorrow. Good work, fellas. JJ out. Be good, everybody.